I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And before we get started, we want to thank our sponsor of today's episode, Biberk Small Business Insurance. Biberk is who we use for our business insurance for the Artie Friends podcast. They make it quick and easy for small businesses to get insured. You can do it online, on the phone. There's no middleman fees or hassle. You can get a quote in minutes and be covered the next day. Policies start as low as $35 a month. To get a quote online, go to Biberk.com or call 1-866-757-4487 to talk to an insurance expert. As always, we'll have the link in our show notes as well as on our website. And thank you again to Biberk. Business Insurance for being a sponsor of the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Today we're back with our What Would Your Best You Do segment, our advice segment where you guys send in your questions on our website, alreadyfriendspodcast.com, and we do our best to give some advice on whatever you're going through. Yeah, and we have not been able to catch up in a good while because of our Eight Dimensions of Wellness series, which we love. We're so glad we're doing it. But we thought this would be a little more casual, girl talk, real, honest, what's up in our lives, and just kind of hang out with you guys today. Yeah, so I think with that, we can get into catching up. So, Allison, how, how are you doing? What's going on? In the spirit of honesty and transparency, not super well um, in the ongoing saga 
of the music downstairs, which has been going on since March 2nd. We are now almost in April. My sleep schedule has been murdered for this month, and I feel like it's been compounding. Like, each day, I become, like, more and more, like, oh, my goodness. And I was getting really, really frustrated because my property manager was just, like, not really getting back to me. Like, he would answer, but be like, we're working on it. And I'm like, this is not an answer. Like, I need a direction. And so he, like, said he was speaking with the owners and whatever. And so finally yesterday, I was like, okay, I'm just going to call my the lady that owns the place. And she was so nice, so sweet, and was like, I'm sorry, I didn't really know any of this was going on. Immediately, like, has an answer for me, figured it out, like— and so sometimes I feel like you just gotta, you gotta go to the person in charge if you want the <laughs> answer. I'm like, I could have done this so long ago, but I didn't want to step on her toes. Or I'm like, she obviously has this property management company because she doesn't want to deal with issues like this. But mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little better about that. But then this morning, right before we hopped on recording, this is a hard thing about podcasting is like, you got to come on and put on, you know, your best foot forward. But I just like got this message that like kind of really upset me like out of the blue. And then I'm, was like having my morning and then I'm like, okay, that just kind of pissed me off if I'm being honest. And then I tried to shake it off. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my things. I'm going to take a shower. I stretched. I gua shod my face, got some water and like did breathing, but I'm still like, I'm fine. But it was just a very unexpected, annoying message. And so, yeah. And I feel like that's also something that you've talked about in the past. You're like, I just hate how people can just reach you and just like burst into your bubble at any given point with social media and like self phones. So I'm sure that's already something that you're like, you know, you deal with and then a really unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. That's just emotionally charged message is like, yeah. Cause we have yeah. to be on our phone. So even if I have like, do not disturb on, you know, with the podcast, like usually I look back at my photo albums to be like, okay, what did I, what even happened this week that I want to catch up on? Or we got to read your guys' peak. So I was like, saw my phone. And then, then once you see something, you can't really unsee it. And going with mm-hmm. that, with this whole uh, music situation and me like possibly looking for other apartments, but like I want to keep New Wave. So many people have been sending me unsolicited opinions like from mm. Instagram or maybe some podcast listeners. And this is my word of advice. If we're, if you listen to a podcast, you're signing up for advice. If you're looking at someone's social media page, you're like signing up to possibly get advice from someone. But I don't think it's a very good friend to like just offer unsolicited advice when someone doesn't ask for it at all. I think a better way to go about it is to be like, hey, I like, I see you're going through something. How can I help? Or sending you love, thinking of you. Could I drop dinner off? But just telling them like what you would do in that situation is not really very helpful because it's like, well, thank Mm -hmm. you. I didn't ask. But if you do ask, then that's okay to offer the advice. But I don't know. Maybe that's just a trigger point for me. But it's like, I didn't sign up for your feedback on this. Yeah. And my (laughs) personal rule is that if I get unsolicited advice in my DMs, it moves straight to general. Even if we had other messages and we built like a little bit of repertoire. You're moving to general. Like I can't, I can't do unsolicited advice. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's not cool. Yeah. Like I posted a photo of my desk and you're telling me like, I need different hard drives, like general. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, thank you. But stop. It's like, it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah, because you're just trying to like share your life. And you're like, I was just maybe showing my messy desk. I wasn't really looking for (laughs) feedback. And sometimes you know what you're trying to do. Or you'd be like, I might know I need a different hard drive. But I don't want to have to put a disclaimer on every single thing I post. That's like, by the way, I have fully thought this through. By the way, I'm getting a new hard drive. By the way, yes, I am going to clean up my desk. You're just sharing. And so for people to kind of step in and be like, well, you should do this. It's like, 
like, yeah, okay, I'm working on it. Yeah. <sighs> like you said, I feel like it's just, it goes with the territory, but it doesn't make it not frustrating. And I feel like as someone who does solicit advice on the internet, it's very clear when someone wants advice. Like I do it all the time. I'll be like, hey, here's a question box. Put in your advice in this question box and I will read through it and I appreciate it. Exactly. Like this episode, we're asking you guys, what do you want advice on? Yeah. We're happy to share. Or people will like make an Instagram caption that's like, I'm going on this trip. Would love some advice of what to do there. People do want advice, but I think you should just stay within the parameters of when they're asking for it. And that goes for anything in life, whether it's your relationships, friendships, family. Because if anything, I feel like it just rubs people so much the wrong way. Then then they're like, well, now I, I don't. I was going to maybe do that thing. But now that you told me to, I'm not going to. Yeah. And I know it to wrap up the thought. <laughs> or being, I don't know if you want to keep talking about it, but know. to wrap up the thought, I feel like it does come from a good place. And I feel like in the times I have like commented on someone's TikTok or their Instagram reel, like, oh my gosh, you should do this. Like it, you're wanting to send them this knowledge, this information from a good place. But I feel like you just got to read the room sometimes. Is this Instagram DM, is this swipe up to reply story the best place for me to say this? And is this what this person wants right now? Mm-hmm. So, and maybe if you do send it, maybe you just recognize that it's not always going to be well received. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, and we like, I feel like as we're giving advice, like, like you said, it comes with the territory. We know that like, maybe we give some advice about someone going through a breakup. We know maybe that isn't going to be well received. Or, you know, when you're making a TikTok, if it goes viral, there are going to be people that comment and are like, you're a fucking idiot. This is terrible. What about this? <laughs> like it comes with the territory. So if you're going to dish it, you better be able to take it. Yeah. I feel like if I had to make a rule, maybe leave unsolicited advice, leave it in the comments. Like don't send a message. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, I don't mean it to come off as like hateful, I guess. It just can be like really overwhelming, especially when you're trying to navigate life yourself and you have other people putting their unwanted opinions in and you're like, all right, just trying to stay in my lane here. Yeah. But everything is going well. Like uh, the 1404 Collective, the new store, it's going absolutely amazing. It's so fun. It's so busy. Our vendors are amazing. It's honestly been like pretty easy to manage. New Wave walked so 1404 could run. So that does help because it's yes. not like it's all brand new to me now. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh my gosh, I just feel like I've been going a mile a minute. Yeah. But hopefully by next week's episode, I'll have an update for you guys on my living situation. But who yeah. knows? Do you have any other thoughts with that? Like, do you know what you'll do or you're just so up in the air? Um, I think a lot of people think New Wave is moving out and I definitely could see how that was perceived. But mm-hmm. the space is so weird. If you guys haven't been here, you haven't seen it. Basically, it's this long, narrow unit and the front half is New Wave and the back half is the apartment. And like, technically, they're two separate. So ideally, what I wanted was the property manager to just split it into two leases and be like, hey, I'll just keep new wave, like keep the business going and we'll just find a different apartment to live because I can't just like afford to move to a different apartment and still pay apartment rent for the backside if I'm not living there. Yeah. And they were like, actually, we can't do it. There has to be two fire exits, this whole thing. Bunch of legal stuff. And, but I came up with some other solutions of what to do that were great. And that's kind of what the owners are thinking about now. Okay, great. Well, thanks for all those updates. Sending you all the best vibes. Love you. Thank you for that. Needed that. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? 
What's up in Kara's world? Nothing too exciting. Just fully cleaning my house. Spring cleaning is in full effect. I posted a little checklist on my Instagram of a seven-day spring cleaning checklist, a Monday through Sunday. And I have been doing it. So I did Monday. Today's Tuesday. So I'll be doing Tuesday. And I'm just trying to declutter. I feel like I posted a TikTok a few weeks ago that clutter is probably one of the most low vibrational things I'm dealing with lately. I just have accumulated so many things. And so my friend Jane came over last night and we were watching The Bachelor because we do like Bachelor Mondays, which was the finale. So it's over. So we're going to find a new activity to do once a week. But I was like, Jane, I'm making you sit in my office. We're going to watch this on my computer so that we can clean my office because I just need the moral support. And it was so great. So she was honestly, Jane said, I'm so happy I'm a friend that you don't have to feel like you're hosting. You don't have to feel like you're entertaining. Like I can just sit in your office and we can watch The Bachelor. I'm like, oh, I love that too. So those are the best friends. No, I do think that is a sign of a really good friend that you don't have to like plan activities. It's just like, mm-hmm. hey, come here and we're going to like integrate life together. <laughs> yeah. And it not be this like, I don't know. Production. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you guys don't know, Jane is also my friend that I met once in November. We connected through a mutual friend because we both work in travel. And then we went to Ecuador together in January. So we had literally got coffee once together for an hour and a half. And then we went to Ecuador together. So that just like accelerated the friendship so fast, which is great because we're honestly very compatible. She jokes that she's like me four years ago because she's four years younger than me. Uh, So when I was a senior in college, she was a senior in high school, which is so funny, but she's so mature and we just get along so well. But she's like, I feel like I look at you and I think that's what I'm going to be in four years. I'm like, okay, well, hopefully you want to be living in St. Louis with a dog and be engaged. But you're like, it's fine. You keep me young and I show you how to be responsible. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Yes. Like Dr. Tilsey Shields said, we all need multi-age, multi-generational friendships. So love that. Okay, wait, looping back to the spring cleaning. Were there any projects Mm -hmm. on there that were like particularly satisfying or fun that you've done? Yeah, I am... So far, it's just been a lot of wiping things down, which I think that's a good component of spring cleaning that gets overlooked, like wiping down walls, wiping down all your appliances. So we're on day two. So today I have to wipe down the walls, clean light fixtures, clean windowsills, mop the floor, and dust the blinds. I like those activities. I like mopping. I try to mop like once a week. So I don't know. They're not, these ones aren't that crazy. I feel like the crazy ones are donating things, organizing your shoes, move furniture, vacuum under the couch, vacuum your couch cushion. So there's just a lot of things that I think get overlooked that this list covers. But yeah, yesterday was just wiping down appliances and cleaning out your fridge. So yeah, there are small steps at a time, which I like because I think yesterday I was feeling very gung-ho and I wanted to do everything yesterday, but I'm like, no, let me find a list so that I don't forget anything and don't lose momentum. Yeah, yeah. And then you're not just sprinting out of the gate. And then the next day you're like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I'll post this list in our show notes. I found it on Pinterest. So I love that. You guys want to try it and do it with me. Yeah, I haven't. Last year, I feel like all every week I just updated. Everyone was like, I'm still cleaning. I'm still cleaning. I was just cleaning every week for like two months. Currently not doing that because with the living situation, I'm like cleaning is the last thing I fucking care about right now. I mean, it's like tidy, but like normally I'm just, I love cleaning, but it it feels like there are bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I've got to work on bigger picture projects. And that's a lot coming from me because I love organizing and I love like OCD cleaning, but I know myself and I do that as a productive way to procrastinate things. I'm like, oh, I have to send that email. Well, maybe I'll just like tidy up the kitchen. And it's like (laughs) me and my sister were talking about because 
I told you guys I like moved her into her place a few weeks ago, how our toxic trait is organizing things that have already been organized where I'm like, oh, I already organized the makeup drawer. And I'm like, but it could be organized like a little bit better. And it's like, it's fine. No one sees it. You don't need to do it. Oh my God, that's funny. No, I can relate. I'm not an organizer procrastinator, but I am like, let me just vacuum the house, even though I really have a million things to do. Mm-hmm. Let me just wipe down the counters. Because it feels like you're like being really productive still. Yeah, but it's definitely like those things should be done before work <laughs> or after work or on the weekends. Like it's not a during the work hours activity per se. Oh, and that is such a work from home thing where you oh. get up to like refill your water and suddenly it's like, I could do a load of laundry. I could empty the dishwasher. (laughs) Maybe I'll just wipe this table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that for you. So this is a great way to break it down into small, digestible daily bites. Yeah. So do it with me. Let's do the challenge. Spring cleaning checklist. Okay, what's one today that we'll do? Did you say dust the blinds? Yeah. Oof. Which I luckily have woven blinds that pull down, so I don't have to dust them. They're not like the twisty ones. Oh. Yeah. Dusting blinds is really not a fun one. No. Or is the, because it says clean light fixtures, so I'm guessing that's, I'm assuming that's also the, like the drop down one. Overhead ceiling fans. Oh. Which I hate cleaning those. Ours gets so dirty so fast. I don't know why. Wait, you know what's crazy? I just cleaned our air ducts. I just realized that you're saying that, that we don't have one overhead ceiling fan in this whole place. Wow. That's so weird. In your bedrooms, you don't have the... <laughs> oh, wait, that's funny. Interesting. Whoa. I mean, I kind of think they're ugly, so... No, we just have like a... Not, you're not missing out. <laughs> we have a tower fan in our bedroom because I could not sleep without a fan. That would not happen. Yeah, we also have a tower fan. Tower fan and an overhead fan? Yeah. That's giving like the shower... All the white noise. <laughs> <laughs> the showers that have like a top and the side. Well, like, no, it's great. when you have a 70-pound dog that you let sleep in the bed, like, she's always touching one of us, and that's way too hot. So we need both. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of that, yesterday I finally changed my bedding, which is hilarious. Oh, People are going to be like, why did you redo your bedding? And be like, I had bought it weeks ago. Well, yeah. bought it, I guess. And you know what? Might as well have seven last good sleeps here, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so apparently bamboo bedding, uh, it's supposed to be better for night sweats. And Clay gets really hot when he okay. sleeps. So it was, and I haven't had a duvet maybe ever, I don't think. And so I can already attest, like, big difference from my heavy comforter to a duvet. It feels so like much clou- cloudier. Yeah. Are you an anti-duvet? No, I'm not even anti-duvet. I just never had one, but I did... Spend the night at my friend Corey, friend Corey Faye in Boston, maybe like a year and a half ago. And she had a duvet and I was like, this is so comfy. And she's like, it's literally just a duvet. Like there's nothing special. I'm like, no, it's so comfy. Yeah. I need it. I did get a mattress topper too. The Casa Luna brand mm-hmm. from Target. I do love that brand. That's mm-hmm. what my pillows are too. So the bed situation has been elevated. It's an elevated experience. It is. Because if I can't get the music to be quiet, I'm like, I can make my bed floofier. Extra comfy, (laughs) yeah. Well, okay, I love that for both of us. So those are my updates. What is your peak of the week? Um... It's a very silly one. Okay, so I still haven't drank alcohol in like almost two years, but Clay and I decided to embrace our inner teenage era. So if you guys don't know, when we were like 16, we dated in high school for a little bit and we were like bad kids. Like we would like sneak out and smoke weed like by the train tracks and I'd like spend the night at his house. So we decided to embrace 16-year-old us and we like hotboxed his car and went and got crumble cookies and snuck them into the movie theater. 
Oh my gosh. And then after the movie, we went and got French fries. So we were just like full send, unhinged adults. And it was amazing. And it was a good night. Yeah, it felt really good to just like let go. And just embrace the inner child. <laughs> the rebellious I love teen. that for you. Yeah. So that was great. What movie did you guys see? Uh, John Wick. Okay. At the Dolby Cinema, of course. I won't hype or hype it up anymore. You guys have heard about it enough. <laughs> but that's our, that's our guilty pleasure. It's the best cinematic experience. Yeah. It was honestly too much with John Wick because there's a lot of gunshots and I was like, Jesus. It was like, too good. A little too (laughs) realistic. (laughs) You're like, okay, that was a little scary. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, I, I guess kind of also tapping into my inner past, I guess not childhood, but I went to a wedding this weekend for two of our college friends. Um, Congratulations to the Dumpsters. They had literally just like a, basically a college reunion of all of our friends from college. It was a massive of wedding. So I got to see so many people from college and we all just danced the night away, had so much fun. So yeah, I left the weekend on a very good high of seeing lots of good friends. And yeah, it was so much fun. I feel like it says a lot about how nice of a person you are because you've been to more weddings than anyone I know. In a good oh my way. gosh. <laughs> like everyone wants you at their wedding. I don't even think that's true. I think Connor is like the one that's getting invited and I'm just the plus one. Maybe a mix of both, but I think also I have a lot of friends that are getting married younger. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm... I have friends that are like the bridesmaid in all the weddings. I'm like, those are the angels. Like, those are the people that are killing it. I can't say the same, but... Have you been a bridesmaid yet? Yeah. No. Me either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I have friends that I'm going to ask to be like one of my bridesmaids and this will be like their fifth time. I'm like, they're just like those friends. They're just like the lover. Mm -hmm. Best. I don't know. To be fair, I would have been in two, but they were pandemic weddings that like got canceled and then they like eloped and redid it and it was like a whole thing. But yeah, I feel like you and I have like moved a lot and we're like the travel spontaneous people. And I feel like bridesmaids are the people that have a very, very loyal life. Yeah. And of the people that I think I'll ask my bridesmaids, like I think a lot of them aren't even getting married anytime soon. Yeah. Cause it, there's kind of like the unspoken thing. Like I ask you, you ask me, right? <sighs> yeah. It's stress. I know. I don't, I wouldn't care. That should be what would your best to do at some point? Because truly, if I have someone as my bridesmaid, like I would not care if I'm not one of their bridesmaids. It's their wedding. My unpopular opinion is that I don't really feel like I need bridesmaids. Yeah, no, that's definitely a trend that's happening. People are having like just they'll invite 20 or 30 of their closest friends to just wear a color scheme and then they'll have like no bridesmaids. Mm hmm. I kind of like that route. Yeah. Anywho, so (laughs) of that spiel, yeah, wedding with friends. It was very fun. I feel like weddings are also like your excuse to do the full glam, put the fake eyelashes on, kind of like the Met Gala for us plebeians. So that's always fun. I love dressing up. Do you know how to put fake eyelashes on? Yeah, but I always run out of time. So what am I talking about? Like of the last three weddings I've been to, I wanted to do fake eyelashes, but I just did not have time. So I'm just not very good at timing Mm. the getting ready process. Yeah, it is hard, especially if you're like trying to go all out. Yeah. And they also look really bad on me. So I need to get like this one specific kind. And last time for a wedding, I went to the CVS and they didn't have that kind. So I can look up this girl. So I'm in that mentorship program with the guy, you know, and one of the girls, Mm -hmm. she has a lash business. She's from Canada. She has 450 different kinds that are like super, super custom. Mm. So yeah, like more variety, like maybe like a smaller length 
<laughs> yeah, because I literally posted TikTok once. I look like Herbie Fully Loaded <laughs> or like one of those Volkswagen Beetles where people put the eyelashes on the front. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what I look like with 90% of fake eyelashes. Like I look like a Volkswagen bug mm-hmm. that like a mid a middle-aged woman put eyelashes on. Yeah, I don't really like that look for myself either. <laughs> so I feel like maybe the solution is like just making them more full, not necessarily like N- more long. Yeah, I like, if you are like me, I like the ones that are not the full strips. It's like the little clusters Mm. of like three or four. Those look good. Fabulous. Oh my God, we (laughs) need to move on. We are doing the most. Let's get to the questions. Let's read everyone else's peaks. Uh, We've been deprived from talking to you guys. No, we've been deprived. We have not talked to you guys or each other. I know. In a hot minute. Okay, this is crazy. Anna said, unexpectedly saw the northern lights. I'm from the upper peninsula of Michigan. That is wild. I didn't even know that you could see them in the United States, to be honest. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Wow, I've I've seen a lot of TikToks lately of people seeing them on flights. (gasps) So if you're ever flying across the ocean or I don't know, somewhere where you could possibly see them, make sure you're not sleeping. Oh. I'm like looking out your window. Yeah, that's really cool. I've seen several videos of that. Jill said, hosted my sister's bridal shower and bachelorette all in one weekend. Oh my gosh. I'm sure you had a whirlwind of a weekend, but I hope you had so much fun and that it turned out amazing. Bree said, I nannied this past week and made some extra money to go towards my yearly goal. Love that. As my dad would say, no one is above any type of job. Like if you have an opportunity to take in some extra work, why not? Mm-hmm. And finally, Cole said, spent the best week in Minneapolis and feeling excited to graduate in a few weeks. Well, congrats on that graduation. And yay, glad you had a good week. And a few quick announcements. We do have our Patreon page where we really jam-pack the content. We have a lot about business entrepreneurship content creation up right now. So go to patreon.com slash friends if you want more Artie Friends podcasts in your life. And it's just a great way to support the show. And then we also have our giveaway. Yeah, if you want to leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Just send us a screenshot on our Instagram page, Our Defense Podcast, and we'll get you entered. Details at the end of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, By Burke Small Business Insurance. Whether you're a contractor, a consultant, photographer, podcaster, life coach, boutique owner, whatever you do with your small business, there's a good chance insurance can protect you and your company from the potential risks of owning a business. By Burke makes it quick and easy for small businesses to buy business insurance online. No middleman fees or hassle. You can get a quote in minutes and be covered the next day. By Burke is who we use for our own business insurance of the Already Friends brand, as well as my two other businesses, New Wave and Fortune. 1404 Collective. I've been a customer of theirs for years and clearly I'm a big fan as I keep choosing them again and again. They have a lot of specialty coverage areas that cater to small businesses and entrepreneurs that I couldn't find at other companies. Byberg is part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway company, so you can trust they will be there financially if something happens. They have a 4.9 star average customer review rating and it is truly a one-stop shop for your business insurance needs. Yeah, like Allison said, they specialize in micro businesses and small businesses. So as a company of two, it made so much sense to work with them. They customized our policy for a podcast, and it was so great to work with one of their licensed agents. So you can save up to 20% and get a policy as low as $35 a month when you go online to buyberk.com. Or you can call 1-866-757-4487 to talk to an insurance expert. As always, we'll have the link in our show notes as well as on our website. Thank you to Buyberk Business Insurance for being a sponsor of the Artie Friends podcast. 
We want to thank one of the sponsors of today's show, Pranamat. Pranamat is a high-quality acupressure mat created for health and well-being. The Pranamat is a mat with 10,000 pointed spines that increase blood and lymph flow from the very first minute of use. They are clinically tested and proven to help relieve stress, aches, pains, and boost your immune system naturally. It is handmade in Europe with only eco-friendly and non-toxic materials. The benefits of laying on your Pranamat include relieving tension in your back, clearing your head, toning your skin, improving circulation, and increasing metabolism. 97 percent of customers confirm their back tension subsided after 15 minutes of regular use. That is what I'm most looking forward to with having my Pranamat. Even Connor kind of deals with similar back pain, some hip pain, and his coworker literally has a Pranamat and told him to get one and he uses it literally every single day and it's helped so much. It's so easy to do. I think you only have to lay on it from 15 to 30 minutes to again, feel those regular benefits. So it's a win for me. Yeah, I know Clay is definitely going to be stealing mine because like every night when he gets home from the gym, he's laying on his lacrosse ball. So the Pranamat will be getting great use in our house. To get your Pranamat, head to the link in our show notes or go to pranamat.com and use the code ALREADYFRIENDS for an exclusive discount. Again, that's pranamat.com, P-R-A-N-A-M-A-T.com and use the code ALREADYFRIENDS for an exclusive discount off your Pranamat. Kara and I both have the full body original set. They have a 30-day money back guarantee so you can test it out with no risk to you. Thanks again to Pranamat for being a sponsor of the Defense podcast. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Hours later, finally getting to the questions. <laughs> to submit your question, like Kara said at the beginning of the episode, go to our website. There's a What Would Your Best Do page. And just know that the questions are always anonymous. The peaks of the week will say your first name, but the What Would Your Best Do questions, we won't say your name. So you can tell us whatever dirty secrets or problems you got going on. You can make shit up. We wouldn't know. <laughs> just kidding. Make it juicy. Just no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Should we read the first one? Take it away. Okay. Hey, Karen Allison. 
Following dry January, I decided I wanted to go completely sober for the next few months as I realized I feel so much better physically and mentally without alcohol. Recently, I've been running into a lot of my issues with my friends. While they're all vocally supportive of my sobriety, they all keep planning events that are entirely alcohol-focused like bottomless brunches or wine-tasting days. I don't want to pay the high prices for these experiences when I can't partake in most of the activity, but I hate how often I feel like I'm saying no to hanging out with my friends. How can I maintain these friendships without sacrificing something I'm doing because it makes me a better person. Mm. Just know you're not alone in this. And literally anyone who has shifted into drinking less in that sober curious lifestyle like has definitely gone through this and it's really hard but I think it also illuminates just like how alcohol focused our culture is so I don't think it's that your friends are bad people or anything like that or that they don't feel like they want you included it's more just the patterns of our society than anything mm-hmm. yeah I feel like your feelings are totally valid I think that would be really frustrating if I was in that situation maybe it would feel like your friends aren't hearing you or listening to you or maybe you're feeling a little isolated from those activities. Um, So off the bat, I would say don't be afraid to tell them how you feel. Maybe just talk to one friend. I don't feel like you need to address the whole group. You need to talk to someone that you're closest with and just tell them that you're feeling like a lot of these activities, like you said, are just not being inclusive of your lifestyle choices. And if there are ways that you guys could plan some other activities and maybe even from there, maybe you could plan. I don't know. I don't want to like put this all on you because that is frustrating if you feel like, you know, everything is being alcohol-based. Maybe don't be afraid to plan something that would be more fun for you. So maybe you could plan a sand volleyball outing or I don't know, a pottery day. So those are some of my thoughts. What do you think, Allison? I think this is just a good thing for all of us to be aware of is that mm-hmm. alcohol could should be like the addition to the event rather than like the main focus. Unless it's like a vineyard, I do get it's kind of, that is kind of the main point. But having mm-hmm. an event where alcohol is brought to the event- Could be purchased. Could, yeah, yeah. So that you could either have a non-alcoholic drink or an alcoholic drink because that way, you know, also women that are pregnant or nursing or, need to get up early the next day or have fitness goals that want to be reached. Everyone can attend and those that do want to drink can drink. Those that don't want to don't have to. And it doesn't have to feel so like this or that. Mm-hmm. And then my other thought is that it's just part of navigating and getting older. Karen and I were talking on this right before we hopped on how we, you know, we have some friends that are like having kids now and like their days can look very different from ours. And when you have friends that are five years younger, five years older, and you're at very different places, it can be hard to maybe understand where the other person's at. I was even talking to someone the other day who has two kids and I was like, and this was a bad thing for me to ask. I now realize in hindsight, I was like, uh, since since they were born, have you guys like had one day um, where the kids like did an overnight somewhere? Like I was just genuinely curious, like if they had like slept at their grandparents or something. And she was like, no. And she was like, but I want that. Like I had fun when I was younger and now I want to be a parent and I want to soak up every moment with my kids while they're young. And she's like, I feel like everyone is trying to be like, you need a break. Like, let's watch the kids. And she's like, you don't realize like I'm nursing. So then that's all this pre-work for me. And I want to be with my kids. I don't need to send them somewhere so that I can go out to the bars like or whatever it is. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Because I have the same frustration where I'm like in my business girl era and I'm having so much fun with it. And I feel like sometimes people don't understand I want to be doing all of these 
these things. Like I want to be recording the podcast. I want to be opening new stores. I want to be doing events with New Wave. And that's, if that means working weekends or late night hours, like that's fine. That's what I want to do. And people will be like, you need a break. And I'm like, I could take a break if I wanted, but like this fulfills me. And so I guess in your situation, if your friends are in their bottomless brunch and wine tasting era, like that's fine. That's great for them. Like I was absolutely there for a long time and I loved it. It was great memories. And you might just have to find some friends where maybe you guys do yoga together or you go for bike rides and then you have your fun friends for your fun thing. More on that with Dr. Chelsea's part two. She talks about the five friends you need and I feel like that ties in really well here. Yeah, like you said, I feel like there are friends out there that are gonna, you're gonna be able to find that you can do both. You can have those fun nights with, but there doesn't need to be alcohol. Like I found a solid group of girls who come over for The Bachelor and I feel like usually with Bachelor nights you think like, oh, wine, cheese, all the things. Like, we just hang out. Like, there's no alcohol involved. So I think just to give you some hope, there are those friends that you can find that will do the social things without making it all about alcohol. So again, your feelings are totally valid. I'm sorry that you don't feel like you're being included. And yeah, I think your friends are not doing it out of malicious intent and they probably don't even realize that they're doing it. Just to be completely honest, like sobriety is so a foreign concept to some people that they probably don't even realize that this is making you feel excluded. Yeah, it's not personal at all. Yeah. And in the same way that you maybe wish that they would drink less, maybe they wish that you would drink more or whatever. And if you don't want them to push their lifestyle on you, then I guess the flip side is like, if you're not drinking, you can't really push that lifestyle on other people either. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. I am finding it difficult to keep up with my social life. I'm in my early 20s, recently graduated. And now that all of my friends and I have started working, we've been finding it difficult to keep in touch. On a daily basis, I think my boyfriend is the only one that I regularly text. I don't have the energy or time to respond to other people and sometimes end up taking weeks in order to respond. I miss having that feeling of community like in university where you'd see all your friends every day and just have fun together. I've been trying to make friends and meet people near where I live and I've been trying to make plans with friends over the weekends, but it doesn't feel the same. I have fun with people on the weekends, but oftentimes during the day, I feel alone and like everyone is too busy with their own lives. I feel like this is just the picture of how everyone feels once they graduate college and when they're living life in their 20s. 100%. Like this is just what happens and it totally relates to all these conversations that we have around third places and just how our our societies are designed compared to other cities like European cities where our cities are just designed to be isolating. Like we have to use cars to get everywhere. We don't walk everywhere. We don't walk to the convenience store or see your coffee barista every single day or see your doorman unless you're living in places like New York City or walkable cities. So just first off, know that you're not alone. I feel like I can relate to this. It's just that shift that happens after college and it does suck because you're used to having your mates that you get to talk to every morning, talk every afternoon, every night. Like there's just always someone around. And that shift, like that first year after college is such a culture shock going away from that and maybe living on your own or just having roommates that you don't know that well. So yeah, I can definitely relate to this. I think it is like a shitty reality of growing up is that people do get busy, but I don't think that that means that they don't care. That's like the biggest thing I want to convey is that people just do have a lot going on. And and even you're saying it's like you don't have the energy to respond sometimes. Just know that that doesn't mean those people don't care. But I don't know. My first thought was like when I was feeling this way, I just tried to restructure my day as much as possible to add more community, to make it possible to see more people in the day. So, you know, I got a job at an office. I was interacting with people of my age and working with people like that. I put in social events in my calendar, like joined a rec league or went to bachelor nights. 
So I don't know. I think if you can try to change the formula that, so that you can see other people and try to build a community outside of college. But I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I feel like it is the hardest thing that people deal with post-university because there's nothing like it really in the real world. I honestly don't have a lot to say on this because I feel like I have the opposite problem. I see people all day long and I'm like, I can't get alone time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I kind of, maybe I relate more to the people that have very social jobs or very stimulating jobs mm-hmm. where you feel like... Like, oh my gosh, I talk so much or I interact and engage so much with people in my workday that by the time that's over with, like I really don't have anything left to like go get dinner with someone. Or even if I add three or four social nights onto my calendar a week, like it's my entire life. So mm-hmm. I really think it's like it's whatever you do for work, probably, to be honest. And that is why I didn't want a ni- a typical nine to five. I was like, I want to have fun. Like Kara and I get to we're friends and we get to do our work together. 1404 is with two of my other friends with New Wave. All my customers are like my friends. So I think it's, you kind of got to go back to the foundation and either that, if that means making friends at work or having a routine workout class in the morning before work where you get to see people in that community or start a book club. I'm in a book club now. It's very fun. So mm-hmm. tap, yeah, tapping into those outside of work if you can't, but know that ultimately it is kind of part of growing up because people's circles do have to get smaller because we have a lot of real life responsibilities. And I think when you get older, you realize how important family is too. When I was in college, I feel like I was 90% friends, 10% family. Like I was in another city having a grand old time and like my parents would probably come visit and we'd get lunch. But now that I'm older, like we, Clay and I see our parents parents multiple days a week. We have family dinners. We have someone's birthday party and, you know, family is for life. So I do think people, when they get older, do start to realize that maybe they kind of let that go in high school and college a little bit and are trying to make Mm -hmm. up for it. Or at least that's my case. Yeah. I think we're both saying similar things. It's just like, look at the foundation, look at what your day looks like and where can you just add in seamlessly those social interactions. That's not going to make you have to like think about it. And I think that's why people love going to church and they have that church community because, you know, every Sunday at 10 o'clock or whatever time you go, you know that you're going to see your community and you're going to talk to people and you're going to bond over a cup of coffee and whatever religion that that is. And that's something, again, that Dr. Chelsea Shields talks about in her episodes. If you haven't listened to those social wellness episodes, definitely go take a look at those because she gives some good advice. But yeah, I think, again, it's just like you said, it's just the reality of growing up. But at the same time, you can definitely find those friends that also prioritize their friends because there are people who do tend to get boyfriends, tend to find a partner, and then don't talk to their friends. And that's, I don't know, those friends can be replaced is what I'm trying to say. Because we all have those friends that once they get a partner, you never hear from them again. Which, so I think you can find, I do want to, I feel like I'm a little bit somewhat that person where I will probably prioritize Clay, but it's just wherever someone's priorities are because Mm -hmm. I, to me, I can't maintain that many relationships. So I'm like, okay, I have my family, my partner, and like a handful of close friends that I can like actually touch base with on a weekly basis. And if someone has a partner or they have kids, like that's just a lot of hours that they're having to give to someone else to where if someone is single and they don't have kids or they don't have a pet, that's a lot of extra hours in a week that 
they have to go out to dinner, to go for a walk, to go to a class. And so I, I feel like all of these answers are kind of the same where it's finding people that are on that same life path as you right now. Yes, whose priorities match and align with your priorities. 100%. And it doesn't mean... Is yeah. that just the answer for everything? <laughs> I, think so. I think it literally is. Like, because I don't know. I Again, I've struggled with these things and I think it was just finding different friends. That sounds so harsh, but finding friends that priorities align with yours. Yeah. And that nothing is personal. You don't have to burn the bridges. Yeah, nothing's personal. And at some point, maybe that friend that was your party friend ends up having a kid and then you guys are kind of back on the same life path. It doesn't mean that you like stop being friends with them. As you said, we're not burning the bridge. We're not like cutting them off. It's just maybe on a weekly basis, you aren't hanging out as much as you once were. Yeah. Next question. Do you guys have any tips for avoiding gossip and not talking negatively about others? I found this quote. I've heard it quite a bit before, but I thought it was very appropriate here. It says, small minds discuss people. Average minds discuss events. Great minds discuss ideas. So if you're like with your friends, it's so fun to talk about your dreams, like what you're working on, your wellness journey, the places you want to go, the things you want to accomplish. Like that's inspiring. That's motivating. And I do think we need to have some friends where you're just kind of, you know, being a little like valley girl, but (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I think there's a time and place for venting or just, I don't know, catching up about everything. But if you're totally feeling like all of these conversations are relying around gossip and talking shit, I literally just don't surround myself with those people. Like I have friends who would invite people over and there was those people, like the one or two or three people that would just do that. And I just stopped going over to their house. I'm like, I can't. Because if they're saying that Mm -hmm. about other people, you know, and I have confirmed, you know, they're saying shit about you too. And with both these people, I can think of two people in friend circles or friends of friends that just would always be talking crap about other people. And I just stopped going. I stopped going to the events. I stopped coming over to their house. I'm like, I don't want to be around that person. It's just not good energy. And somehow or another, I found out what they've said about me. And I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> I literally knew they were talking crap. So I don't know. Literally, my solution was just to cut them off. And again, I don't have bad blood. I never said anything to anyone about those people. But like, I just knew that I could not deal with that. So I just stopped hanging out with them. Yeah, that there's other people that you would like to prioritize spending your time with. My policy is I usually won't say something bad about someone unless I've addressed said issue with that person. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, if because obviously there's going to come times where you need to talk to a friend about either your partner, a family member, another friend, something. But I feel like there's a way to go about it that's like not talking shit. It's like, hey, this is something like real that's like going on in my life. And like, I'm trying to figure out how to work through this instead of just being like, her outfit was ugly. Or like, why is she yeah. doing that? Don't like superficial thing. And something that I like to do that I can think of a time recently where someone was kind of talking bad about someone, someone I did not know, just literally someone from Instagram, but I just started defending that person and playing devil's advocate, but in a nice way. And it kind of just makes that person realize like, oh, I'm being a little petty. But, you know, someone was saying something bad about this person. I'm like, oh, actually, like, I think that's really cool they did that. Mm. And you can just tell it like kind of nips it in the bud and if that person has social awareness they'll realize that, like yeah I'm not the person to come to with this but otherwise it's kind of like just the phrase kill with kindness just defend the person that they're talking about about and be like no I think it's cool that they wore that or that they're opening that business and I don't know it makes you be the bigger person so true because then if you feed into it then they're gonna keep doing that because they know gonna keep that doing it. you'll play along yeah I one last thing I'll say on this is I saw the most savage TikTok I'll, I'll link it in the 
the show notes, but I don't know the girl's name, but she basically said that people talk crap about other people because they know that if they talked about themselves, no one would listen. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Yeah. I Mic mean, drop. the only reason anyone is talking bad about people is ultimately like insecurity. Yeah. So. Better to sh- get new friends. Yeah, better to surround yourself <laughs> with people who want to be better. Bye pie. Okay. Next question. How would you create a healthy relationship with food? I will be completely honest. I've always had a good relationship with food. So my advice here is going to be slightly limited, but I feel like just for me, if I were to have an issue, I would try to just recognize that I have it and then try to seek the best advice out there. I feel like food and relationships with food is not advice that I want to be taking from like friends or just family members. I would want to seek professional advice from for that because that's a very serious issue that can have devastating effects on your health. So for me, I would try and seek professional help where needed. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's a great point. Let experts be experts. My only advice really was that I haven't had a scale in like five years. And as a woman, our weight fluctuates so much that like when you're on your period or different times of the month or you are more hydrated, I would have days like when I used to have a scale that I would be feeling so good and confident. And then I would step on the scale and like have gained a few pounds and then be like, wait, what? Or it would be the opposite. Like I I would be feeling like super bloated that day and then somehow lost weight. So it kind of, Tiana said a great quote in her episode about not in this context, but like to not outsource insight. And to me, a scale is like outsourcing insight. You're like relying on a machine to tell you if you're like within the limits that you want for yourself. And when mm-hmm. once I got rid of the scale, like it, it allowed me to be like, do I feel good? I can tell if I'm gaining weight and not even that gaining weight is bad based off of how my clothes feel or being more in sync with my body and being like, it's fine. You're on your period. Or like, yeah, we fucking ate a shit ton of bad food this weekend. So like, no worries. We'll get back on our walking pad a little extra on Monday. But it just allows you to not, I don't know. Be intuitive. Yeah. And then my other thought was, because I definitely have struggled with food, is like thinking that food was the enemy. And I have like had to try to reframe this a lot with Clay's help because I have the problem of like not eating enough and then I'll be starving and then I'll eat something horrible. Like just diminish the mm-hmm. whole the whole point of like trying to be healthy. And it's like the way it's, it's like, he's like, it's fuel. Like it's gas for a car. A car wouldn't just be like, oh, mm-hmm. we'll just not fill up with gas and like hope everything's fine. It's like, you're not going to get anywhere. And as I've been trying to reframe that, like I do need to make sure I'm eating enough. And Sydney said the same thing, like eating enough, not that, yeah. oh, when you eat, that's bad. And so hard if that's something you struggle with. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. I think again, this is totally valid. I would seek professional help. And like Allison said, maybe if you aren't eating enough, have those healthy snacks on hand. Sunday afternoon, cut up some veggies, like cut up some fruit, have little, I saw a TikTok of a girl making like little snack packs on Sunday. So the whole week she had like a boiled egg and maybe some hummus and some olives and stuff in these little packs. So like kind of like the Starbucks ones, the protein packs. So I love that. But yeah, I'm sending you all the best vibes. Sorry that you were having a tough time with that. And yeah, I hope that that can get better soon. I do have one final thought. Last week, how we were talking about if money stresses you out, it's probably just because you don't understand it. You don't have the knowledge of it. For me, I do feel like that's why I like have this fear around food is like I don't have any background in nutrition or anything like that. And so I have had a very skewed perspective of what foods I need to put in my body and what calories they are. For example, last week, Clay and I were at the grocery store and I had 
they're, you know, those packs of like different colored peppers. They're like the little baby peppers. Mm-hmm. There's like three of them and hummus. Clay was like, you could eat that entire container of hummus and that entire pack of peppers. He's like, the entire pack of peppers has like 90 calories and the whole container of hummus has 350 calories. He's like, that whole thing is not even 450 calories. But I feel like the only time in life that I look at labels is like ice cream or chips or something. So I forget that good, healthy, nutritious food doesn't actually have that many calories. And when I'm hungry and want to indulge, it's like, fuck it, eat the whole bag of peppers. Like, but what I'll do is like strip myself of not eating the nutritious things and then I have no willpower left so then I'll just like eat a bag of chips yeah and so I think not I as Kara said ask a professional I have no idea what I'm talking about I think just from my experience I don't understand food because I don't have the knowledge of it and so my experience the better my relationship has got with food is the more I've understood it as just being like this is not something to be afraid of yeah maybe check out some books check out some podcasts like there's a million resources out there so start with education it's kind of our advice yeah, which is kind of the advice for anything. Like usually when you're scared of something, it's just because you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid to travel by yourself, it's like, oh, well, it's probably because maybe you don't know how to navigate that city or you don't have self-defense skills. Like it really comes down to just not knowing what to do in a situation. And that's why we get afraid. Mm-hmm. Okay, this question is a little bit longer, so we're going to paraphrase it just to save some time. Basically, this person's saying, I've been struggling a lot lately with feeling uninspired and overwhelmed by my decision to pursue a career in nursing. I'm in my second semester out of five at a top nursing school in the country, and I'm just feeling like it's not the right fit for me at all anymore. I've invested so much time and money at this point, and I feel like a lot of people are going to judge me if I decide to quote unquote quit and own up to my feelings of failing. But at this point, I feel like I'll be living a whole life with the approval of others instead of following what I feel is best for me in my life. What are your thoughts? Sorry if this was really long. No, it's actually really great for you guys to send the long ones in though so we get the full picture to give proper advice. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. No worries. I feel like this is really, really common. And I just want you to know that doesn't mean that what you did wasn't important. Like figuring out what you don't want is just as important to lead you to figuring out what you do want. Like, let's say, for example, you were going to set out to run 10 miles. Let's say you end up stopping at seven. That doesn't mean that you had zero miles. You still got all of the miles up to seven. You still got a great workout and you still got to move your body. If you wanted to take this trip and then you go home early, like you still got part of the experience. It's not an all or nothing. So there are so many lessons, I'm sure, through your time in school. It's taught you time management, connections, like all these things that aren't just tied to nursing that will probably come in very helpful and come in later in life. And you, it's so crazy as you get older, you realize like, wait, all these little things that I did that I thought weren't connected end up making sense. Like I used to work at a boutique in high school and then I was like, ah, I'm not interested in that. Then I went the art direction and then I managed a bar, but all of those jobs and things gave me the skills to do what I do now, but they didn't make sense at the time. So maybe you Mm -hmm. feel like you need to 180 and go a different career, but maybe it's just a small course adjustment. Maybe nursing isn't quite right, but maybe there's something related that is a better fit. And you don't have to feel bad about that. Yeah. No, don't feel bad at all. And maybe you won't even find out something's related till five, 10, 15 years down the road. Like, I don't think, like you said, there's no such thing as wasted time. And we learned about this completely from our guest, Ashley Stahl, on our career wellness podcast episode. She has a podcast literally called U-Turn, like Y-O-U, 
turn because she took a complete 180 in her career and she's doing just fine. She's killing it. She was literally working for the FBI, a completely different field than what she does now. And she's killing it. And she talked all about that and how it's, again, not a waste of time. It's way better in life to know more things and a lot about a lot of different things than to just only know one thing. So if anything, you're setting yourself up for so much success and good for you because like Allison said, you never know when that's going to become beneficial to your life. And who knows, maybe down the road, you find a passion for design and copywriting or something in the creative space. And then your knowledge of healthcare lands you a job doing design for a healthcare company or lands you a big health wellness client. So I don't know. Everything happens for a reason. I know that it can feel like very judgmental and that everyone's judging you for maybe not doing what people want. And I know in different backgrounds and families that definitely weighs a lot heavier and there's like way more harder expectations with different families. But I think at the end of the day, people just want you to be happy. And I think they'll be much more proud of you if that's what you're being called to do. Mm -hmm. And I do think that people come around to it. Like there's someone that I'm very close with who left their corporate job and went and did their own thing. And at first their family, they're very traditional, resisted a lot to that. And now they see how happy that person is and they're so supportive. So I do think that they're probably doing it out of love because they want you to succeed and they want you to make sure you're making the right choice. But if you know in your heart that you are, then they'll end up, they'll come around, I'm sure. Yeah. And take the risks now. I think with anything in life, the sooner you do it, the younger you are when you take the risk, you can bounce back so much faster. Oh, yeah. I think I changed majors like four times in college. Did it take me five years? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who cares? But then I ended up having a lot of knowledge in a lot of different areas. So it was fine. Yeah. Which really is the best thing you can do in life. I'm convinced. I literally wish they didn't even make you pick one major. Like, can't we just all take like a hundred classes of whatever we want and see where that takes us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like you said, I think college is about the networking. Mm-hmm. I, like that's that was what it was for for me. Like obviously, I liked my classes and I enjoyed my classes, but the networking was the top thing that I got out of paying all that money for university. So, and it has paid off. Discipline, mm-hmm. time management, but yeah, scholastically, I mean, course wise, I I just think that yeah, you're not you've not wasted time. Like you've got those networking connections. You learned a topic that you didn't know before, and that's great. So. And yeah, seriously, like you just said, it's never too late. I have a friend and her mom talks about how she's taught her whole life and she, or she has a different career and she just wanted to be a teacher, but she's, you know, probably in her fifties now. And apparently the last like 20 years has always just wished she went back into teaching. And it's like, girl, you could have, you have so many years, Mm -hmm. like taking four years to go back to school for something in the scheme of your life is so short. It's so short. Like that anecdote, the 60-year-old woman who wanted to learn piano and then she never did and she lived to be 90. She could have learned piano for 30 years and she didn't do it. Yeah, it's sad. So So it's never too late. Yep. Make the career shift and go listen to Ashley Stahl's episode and her podcast. Like she has tons of advice about that because she made the 180. If anything, you should be proud of yourself that you're recognizing this in yourself soon. And it takes a lot of courage to change paths. So you should just be proud of yourself for being aware. Okay, perfect. 
Well, that was our What Would Your Best To Do segment. Again, send in your questions. We will do this again next month. But yeah, we hope we gave you guys some solid advice. We love doing this so much. And yeah, any other thoughts? Just want to say that you guys can send in questions anytime during the month. It just files them into our system so you don't have to wait for us to say, we're doing a What Would Your Best To Do segment. If you have the thought, go to our website, put it in the question box, and it'll be there next time we go to record. Yes, perfect. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. If we want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys, we need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? (laughs) So leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to wherever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.